I see in that cross the expression of the great love of God for man. Here the Apostle Paul is saying, God forbid that I should glory in anything except the cross, the suffering, the agony, the death of Jesus Christ as he died for our sins on the cross. And all Christians agree on one thing. There is one thing that every Christian, Catholic or Protestant agrees on. And that is that the cross of Jesus Christ is central in the Christian religion. He said, I only glory in one thing. And that is the death, the suffering, the agony of Christ as he died on the cross. Now, why did Paul say that? Why would thousands of Christians all over the world rise up and say, I agree with Paul? I agree that the central theme of Christianity is Christ and Him crucified. Why glory in the execution of a man on a cross? Why glory in the shedding of blood on the cross? The Old Testament with all of its sacrifices that were only types of the day that Messiah was to die and be cut off. You will never understand it until you understand that the very heart of this book is the cross of Jesus Christ. From Genesis to Revelation, there is a crimson thread, and that thread has to do with the suffering on the cross that day at Calvary. The cross of Christ, first of all, is an expression of human iniquity. I see all the sins of the world piled up in one pile and laid upon Jesus Christ. And because of our sin, because we are sinners, we are doomed. We are doomed to eternal banishment from the presence of God because sin separates God from man. Sin brings about a penalty. The penalty of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. The soul that sinneth shall die, the Bible says. But Jesus Christ, the Son of God, said, I will die in their place. I'll take their hell. I'll take their judgment. I'll take their death. I'll go to the cross. Look at Caiaphas. The sin of Caiaphas was that he was self-seeking. He was the great high priest. He had self-interest. He was so full of self that there was no room for Christ. He was proud, and that helped nail Jesus Christ to the cross. Just as filled with your own selfishness, and the Bible says we crucify him afresh. And pride keeps more people from the kingdom of God than any single sin. The Bible says a prerequisite for coming to the cross is repentance. And that means an emptying of yourself. A willingness to turn from your own selfishness and your own sin. The basis of all sin is self. Selfishness. That's the reason Jesus said, if you come after me, you'll have to deny self and take up a cross and follow me. You must deny self. All of our sins can be put their roots down into selfishness. How filled with self. I want my way. I'm going my way. I'm going to live my life. I want this. I, I, I. And if you take the word sin, S-I-N, the middle letter is I. Take the word pride, P-R-I-D-E, the middle is I. Take the word Lucifer, the middle is I. I, I, ego, egocentric, centered in self. Now when you come to Jesus Christ, it means that he must have first place. He must be Lord and Master. When you come to him, you must make him the master of your life. He must have the preeminent place. He must be first. And then look at Herod. 
The sin of Herod was the impurity of his life. He was living in adultery. He was living with his brother's wife. And because of the moral sins in his life, he could not take his stand for Christ. And immorality robs you of the ability to respond to the challenge of Christ. It dulls the senses, it blinds the eyes, it solidifies the heart, it paralyzes the will. And the Bible says you can commit it three ways. By a look, by a thought, by a deed. Come to him and let him wash that sin away. Come to him and let him wipe the slate clean and make you a new person. He said the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. And every time you partake of the Lord's Supper, every time you take of communion, you are remembering that Jesus Christ died. The wine shows forth his blood that was shed. The bread shows forth his body, his flesh that was mutilated for our sins on the cross. We have redemption through his blood. We are reconciled to God through the death of his son. He is the propitiation of our sins. He is the lamb that was slain. All the way through the Bible, you will find the story of the death of Christ. He was not killed by the Romans. He was not killed by the Israelites. Jesus Christ died on the cross of his own volition. He didn't have to be killed. He didn't have to die. He died of his own volition. And it was your sins and my sins that nailed him there. Look at the sin of Judas. The sin of Judas was greed. He was ready to sell his moral character for a few pieces of silver. We've sold our souls. We're ready to sell our souls for a few pieces of silver. You're ready to sell your soul by being dishonest in order to get a better job. You've lied, you've cheated to get where you are. Selling your soul to get a better salary. Selling your soul in order to get a few more dollars from the government that you know that you owe the government by law. Greed, avarice. Ah, but wait a minute. You're not guilty of that, you say. But some of you people who claim to be Christians and go to church, you are selling your spiritual life. You are selling your soul by not tithing to the work of the Lord and to the church. You've been robbing God of offerings and tithes. And it's a sin in the sight of God. And you've sold your soul. You're robbing God. Not taking a stand being neutral about Christ. I want to tell you tonight, the Bible says you cannot be neutral about Jesus Christ. You have to make up your mind what you're going to do with Christ. You say, no, Billy, I'm going to be neutral, but Jesus said you cannot be neutral. Jesus said you have to decide one way or the other what you're going to do with Christ. You cannot serve God and man. It's one or the other. If you are not serving God, then you're serving the flesh. If you haven't given your soul to Jesus Christ, then you've given it to the devil. It's one of the two. Which are you? Jesus made it quite clear that there are two roads, the broad road and the narrow road. He made it quite clear that there are two masters, God or self. He made it quite clear that there are two destinies, hell or heaven. One of them is yours. You have to decide.